Welcome to the United Soccer Coaches Podcast, presented by Team Snap and hosted by veteran soccer broadcaster Dean Linky. Uniting coaches at every level of the game around the love of the game, we are United Soccer Coaches. Now, here's our host, Dean Linky. The 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention will take place in Chicago January 10 through 14. There's still time to register, so you need to do it. Setting the table for the convention, as always, the fine director of coaching education for United Soccer Coaches, Ian Barker. He is our leadoff guest. And then we turn to the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors election. The United Soccer Coaches Elections and Nominations Committee is proud to announce the four candidates for the vice president position to serve on the board of directors. The board of directors shall provide strategic planning, set policies, and have oversight of the business and affairs of the association. The vice president will serve for four consecutive years, followed by one-year terms as president and immediate past president. The four outstanding individuals running for the vacant vice president spot are in reverse alphabetical order this year, Dan Wogue, Kendall Reyes, Dr. David Carr, and Haley Carter. All members of United Soccer Coaches are eligible to submit their single vote for the candidate of their choice from January 2, 2019 until January 11, 2019 at noon. You can learn more about all four individuals by going to unitedsoccercoaches.org. On the top of the page, click on elections. You can also learn more by listening to the United Soccer Coaches podcast because all four of those candidates will be heard right here after Ian Barker, who starts our show after this message from our presenting sponsor, Team Snap. Managing your club or league shouldn't feel like a second job. With Team Snap, it doesn't have to. They help customers save their time and sanity on tasks such as communication, registration, scheduling, and more. Bring your club or league into the 21st century with Team Snap. Go to TeamSnap.com to find out more. Now, once again, here's your host, Dean Linky. This is the United Soccer Coaches Podcast presented by Team Snap. I am Dean Linky. Happy holidays to each and every one of you. We hope that you're spending quality time with your family. And of course, United Soccer Coaches, a family of coaches led by United Soccer Coaches Director of Coaching Education, the great one, Ian Barker, who kicks off today's show. Ian, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you, Dean. Thanks for having me. Yeah, delighted to have you because we want to talk all things convention as uh, we're just a few weeks away working our way up to it. And, of course, uh, you always get things started, Ian. Tell me what you're most excited about as far as the convention in Chicago, sir. I'm actually probably most excited this year about the the, uh, the venue. Um, so it's a brand-new venue for, for all the people that like to go to the convention. So um, Chicago has been extremely gracious in trying to... Uh, to set things up with us so that the mayor, Rahm Emanuel, um, has been very uh, influential and, and very front and center in, in getting us there. And then particularly uh, the Chicago Fire and Illinois Youth Soccer Association have been incredibly supportive. So uh, with a little bit of um, a little bit of kindness from the weather, um, everybody being able to get in safely and get out safely, I think, I think Chicago could be a really outstanding uh, venue. So I'm looking forward to that. Ian, you're always part of the opening field session. What are you going to cover in Chicago? This year I t- chose to take on the topic of rondos. The reason I chose to take it on was there been a, during the course of the year there's been some debate about what rondos are, can you do them, what's U.S. soccer's position on rondos. So I just thought it was something that uh, was kind of front and center in uh, coaching discussions. And I 
did some research on rondos, largely through Twitter, and got just tons of uh, opinions and different ideas. So I kind of coalesced all that, uh, that information. I'm going to do a session uh, using uh, the Rondo theme. You also have done such a great job reaching across the pond and going down in different parts of South America and Central America and other parts. Who are some international speakers you're excited about, Ian? People that have been to the convention before will, will know Romeo Jozak. Um, he's currently working in Kuwait, so that'll be a uh, a nice, uh, nice to see Romeo back, uh, fresh from working with Dynamo Zagreb in Croatia. He's a great presenter, but now he's working in Kuwait. Um, we have a good representation of, of, of American professional clubs, but we have people coming in from Brazil, from Santos, uh, Pele's original home club, um, people from uh, the EPL, uh, for sure. Inter Milan's going to have a presence. Uh, club America's got a presence. Um so it, it, it really is incredibly global. The Icelandics are coming. Um, I'm not so sure about Asia as much, uh, but certainly Europe, South America, Central America, very well represented, uh, you know, right next to high school coach presentations, American college coach presentations. So the, the people that put the schedule together and I collaborate in that, it, you're a little bit damned if you do and damned if you don't. Everybody would rather see one more person from Europe or one more person from America or one more person from high school. But uh, I think in fairness to the, to the people that put the pro, pro, uh, program together, uh, again, which I collaborate in, I think we've, we've done a pretty good job of trying to uh, cover, cover a lot of uh, the, the football world. Yeah, and it usually includes some American icons as well. Are there some uh, guys, I mean, you know everybody anyway, but uh, sometimes there's stories that just never get old and, you know, presentations that never get old. Is there someone like that, Ian, that you always drop in on no matter what? Absolutely. So uh, I, I live in Kansas City. I'm a, an MLS fan and I'm a sporting fan. So when I see Peter Vermees running around, that's always kind of just, it's nice to see the, the coach of my home team, uh, Laura Harvey. Um, has been a really uh, great uh, supporter of the convention over the years, so having that strong NWSL presence. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, before I was working for uh, United Soccer Coaches and, and a CAA, I took a couple of All-Americans that were working in the college with me, and they were amazed walking around convention. They could go up and shake hands with Bruce Arena, or uh, they they would see Anson Dorrance on the um, escalator and they'd be able to chat with him. Um, so... That's the great thing about the convention. Most of the top presenters, most of the bigger names, are as willing to chat with a person who is just in for a day pass and maybe lives in Chicago and is coaching you know, grassroots soccer. It, that's the type of spirit of this particular event. It's not really the, uh, the sage on the stage. It's not an, an incredibly aloof-type environment. I will say, that, of course, when Sir Alex came a couple of years ago in... Uh, Silly. It was a little bit difficult to get closer to Alex, to Alex Ferguson. <laughs> but in general, particularly our American presenters are extremely accessible. Going further with that, and you already touched on it as well, being in Chicago, if there happens to be some newcomers that have not been to the convention, Ian, tell them what they could be walking into. Your motivation for coming, we, 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 we wouldn't discuss that. But the primary thing in my world is the educational session. So literally hundreds of classroom and field presentations covering the range of, of coaching needs from technical training sessions to sports psychology to nutrition, man management, um, player management. So the, the educational part is huge and is, is, a, is a centerpiece. Um, there is also a massive exhibitor show. So for those coaches seeking to get their equipment needs covered, 
uh, get some uh, online resource materials, books, manuals, new products in the marketplace. The exhibitor show is, is huge also. We have the drafts, so professional drafts. So you have uh, the, all the professional clubs are there um, in their player acquisition kind of mode. And then the other part that's really, really big and, and often not discussed enough is it's a celebration in the awards space for <laughs> excuse me for high school all americas college all americas and then honorees from coaching in the you know the high school college ranks so it's a it the, i i have to sort of touch all of those worlds but um we have people that attend convention exclusively for the education or exclusively for the awards uh, in all america so uh, there really is a little bit of something for anybody who is connected intimately or tangentially to the soccer world it's it's all there in one place you're with Ian Barker, the Director of Coaching Education for United Soccer Coaches. His up-and-down politics as good as anybody in the business, uh, whether you're a first-year coach or a 40-year coach, Ian Barker will have time for you. And, Ian, one of the things that uh, you've made important, and I know this is going to seem repetitive, but I haven't had you on a little bit, just 30 under 30, you're all about it. You're all about the future of our coaches. And once again, a new class of 30 under 30. Why is that so darn important to you? It is um 30 young people, typically uh, equally split across the genders, that get a ton of uh, support and programming uh, from us um, in the coach education world, coach support world. But we've expanded the program for any coach who identifies themselves as under 30. We put on some special programming for them at the convention. I'm, I'll be, I'll uh, fully disclose, I'm 54 years old. I've been incredibly supportive. Uh, blessed with people around me as I've come through soccer coaching in my career with a lot of support. But what was interesting about that and what's different now is there wasn't a great deal of intentionality about that support. So there were tons of individuals who, who went out of their way to help me and, and develop and talk to me, but there wasn't really a program I could plug into. So what's really nice about 30 Under 30 is um, we have people administering the program uh, promoting the program, and then a coach like myself can plug in and, and answer the questions and meet the needs of these young coaches as they try to work out, should they go the college route, the pro route, should they go into coaching badges, should they look to geographically relocate. Um, those types of, of support now is there intentionally. So soccer, is, soccer coaching can be a career, and you can actually get professional support in your career development, which was not the case when I was so I'm, I'm, I like that aspect of it. For you, obviously, uh, coaching education doesn't stop after the convention. It just keeps on going with that. I know that uh, there'll be some information available on the educational courses, but what better than hear it from you? Talk about uh, what will be available in 2019 for coaches. <laughs> Thank you for the question. So uh, just to give you, to give you the, uh, the listeners a thumbnail, I'm currently at IMG Academy in Florida, with the 360 ODP players, um, McCarvey Haifa, Fluminese, and we're trying to get some games played in a, in a hurricane. We go from here to Florida, um, to Fort Lauderdale, with 120 coaches in our coaching schools. Then I go to convention. Um, so there's a, a little bit to do between here and convention. And then um, the State Show of Kentucky, the week after convention, the State Show of Massachusetts, the week after that. So what, what a lot of coaches can find in the in-person world is a, is a national event like a convention, but there are a lot of states and uh, regional events going on right now because this is the time when coaches get together. We've just, um, we're just uh, pushing out 
um, a couple of online products. The one I'm really excited about is one that we wrote called uh, Formations and Systems. That'll be available in the new year. It's about six hours of content just looking at how a 442 uh, comes to life with a certain group of players with a certain coach and how a 4321 comes to life. So that's a, a new product online. And then um, what is really interesting in the, the space for coaches looking to get some coaching education is U.S. Soccer has a really robust platform of coach education licenses online and in person, but they're heavily differentiated from the ones that we run now. Previously, the courses were very similar, but now um, they're quite different in delivery mechanisms, content. So a discerning coach, grassroots or uh, professional, can certainly find um, plenty of content out there. And, of course, there's just so much open source, great open source content. So your podcasts, um, things we put on Twitter, it's just a really good time to be a coach because there is, it, you almost need to have a, an ability to filter it. There's almost too much out there or so much great opportunity um, that a coach could immerse themselves in education all the time and forget that they have to go out and coach players at some point. And Ian, how is the relationship with U.S. soccer moving forward and then bounce off of that? You know we had Ernie Stewart on last week's podcast talking about uh, his job and the hiring of Greg Berhalter. After you answer uh, how it's going with U.S. soccer, I'd love your take on the new coach for the U.S. men's national team. Well, thanks. So we're all members of U.S. soccer, uh, the federation. We, that's the sovereign FA. And when you are the sovereign FA, <laughs> You are, you put your, you're, you're in a place where people will have an opinion about your, uh, the academies or the, the current approach to coaching education or, um, the relationship with college and high school soccer. And so it, it's really difficult, I think, for the Federation to be everything to everybody and to be unif- universally loved. When we come together, all of us come together is in the success of our national team programs. Um, and I think there's really good things to be seen there. And, um, the federation is is exactly, you know, I think the the word federation tends to suggest in, importance, but also um, the the top of our pyramid. Uh, I have a fantastic working relationship with the coach education department at U.S. Soccer. We United Soccer Coaches delivers U.S. Soccer coaching awards in places where um, maybe the state association can't do it. So I, I feel good in the education world that our relationship is is solid. We try to be ourselves, but we also have to honor the fact that we, we are part of a, of a much bigger uh, world, which is our U.S. Soccer Federation. In terms of Coach Berhalter, I'm absolutely delighted for him. I hope he gets all the support he deserves. Um, I, I was on a, um, another show. I think I was actually on with Glenn Crooks. And my, my take is that Dave Sarakin should be given some sort of award for taking care of things for a year bringing all those young players in, in a really sort of thankless kind of interim task. But I think Dave Sarakin is a man of uh, integrity, quality, and deserves a lot of praise for what he was able to achieve in the year. In terms of American coaches, I, I, I hope Jesse Marsh was considered. I hope Peter Vermees was considered. I'm sure names like Jason Christ and Caleb Porter were considered. Um, but I think Greg Berhalter uh, stands really well within that group. Um, language abilities, international experience as a coach and player, uh, tons of MLS experience. And I, I hope that uh, once the back and forth about the appointment is, is, uh, is, is dealt with, that uh, people will get behind U.S. soccer national teams, both men and women, and, and in this case, Greg Berhold. I wish him all the best. 
Fantastic answer. And Ian, another thing that I like is uh, you've recognized the mobility of this podcast. And even if I don't hear from you, I'm hearing from you in the sense of uh, great recommendations for guests. Uh, We had Seth Taylor on last week as well, who works with Patrick Iani and you know, he's definitely trying to create this revolution of, you know, managing parents and talking about even MLS players that are still scarred from their parents way back when and don't have the love of the game. Why was it important to hear uh, their message? You know, I, I appreciate your your listeners come from very high ends of the game, but also because the podcast is on our website, we're getting grassroots coaches and parents, uh, because many grassroots coaches are parents. This is my sort of romantic notion the coach is on one side of the field, the parents are on the other side, which in of itself creates a natural stadia for the kids in the middle. So the referee and the players stand in the field, and they're surrounded to some extent by the, the adults, the, the fans, the parents, and then the coaches. What I think needs to happen is that everybody in that environment uh, supporting the players needs to understand what their particular unique role is at that time of the game. So when the child... Well, the player misses a, an open goal and shoots the ball over the crossbar. It doesn't really need anybody to tell them um, next time put it on frame because I think that's pretty obvious to a player, be they three years old or 33 years old. So what the parents and the fans need to be doing there is giving essentially unconditional support, affirmation. The coach should be giving the, the information, the insight, the support, uh, the, more, the more specific technical support. So if, if all of us as adults working in the youth environment can remember and remind ourselves that we're there for the players and that we have a role. So the assistant coach role is different than the head coach. The parent role is completely different than the coach. The medical staff may be the referee. Um, but it should be increasingly turned back and, 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 and consciously turned back to the players. And then we as the those that are not actually on the field competing have our really important and critical but very specific roles. And, and where we get you know this great support in parent education now, that should be part of the message. Here with Ian Barker, Director of Coaching Education. Ian, our final question, uh, as you know, coming up right here on this week's United Soccer Coaches podcast presented by Team Snap, we'll hear from all four men and women that are vying for one of the vice president seats as part of the United Soccer Coaches Board. You're part of the national staff in Kansas City, but there's always new blood coming in as part of the board. Why is it so important for people to hear their messages and listen to what they say? The people that sit on the board of United Soccer Coaches can influence very significantly the soccer world um, because of the size of our programming the decisions we make, which are led by our, our volunteer board, they're very, they can be very influential people. So your listeners, people that like soccer, they should, they should look at the election process, they should look at the candidates, and they should vote. It's a very easy process to vote. Um, but I find myself a little bit like when a, we have a massive U.S. election. We need to get people to participate in the process. If they want to talk about the process on the ongoing basis, what they like, what they don't like, what they want to see, We'll try to get people voted into positions that support your ideas. Um, so the the elections are important to me. They these 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 people, are professionals, typically around the game. Um, they're either coaching or they're in the administrative side of the game or they're in education. Really interesting cross section of people that come to our board. This year, Leslie Gallimore, um, clearly as a, as a D1 women's college coach, 
strong educational uh, emphasis, support of women's football. Um, Jeff Farnsworth, our next president, comes from an awards uh, background, very big in the All-Americas, high school. Um, previously, Charlie Schlegel, Castle and, and college soccer. So it's a, always um, there's some diversity in the, the interests of our president. Um, and the four candidates uh, that I am aware of, and I have a little bit on all of their backgrounds. It's a really interesting mix. I, honestly, it would be great to have all four of them on the board. That can't happen in a single year. Um, and of course, as, as, a, as a paid staff, we don't we don't make a, we don't offer our opinions about which would be the, the best candidate. Um, but that's for the membership to do. Um, and I hope they do because uh, because being the president of the NSCAA, um, it, you, once you get on the board, you serve for four years. Then you're the president. Then you're the immediate past president. So it's six years of influence. Um, and members, if they want to see initiatives put forward. If there's things that are passionate to them, vote for a board member that will support your, again, support your uh, your particular interests. And we'll hear from all four of those candidates for that vice president position after this message. Ian Barker, here's the deal, folks. If you meet him, so he looks smart, he sounds smart with that uh, beautiful accent, and he is smart. Ian, you can handle any topic I throw at you. That's what I love about you. Thanks so much uh, for being a key part of today's show. You're welcome, Dean. It's always a pleasure. As always, Ian Barker setting the table perfectly for our next feature on today's podcast, and that is the 2019 Board of Directors election for United Soccer Coaches. You can learn more about it by going to unitedsoccercoaches.org and clicking on the elections button at the top of the screen. The United Soccer Coaches Elections and Nominations Committee is proud to announce the four candidates for the vice president position to serve on the board of directors. The United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors shall provide strategic planning, set policies, and have oversight of the business and affairs of the association. The vice president will serve four consecutive years, followed by one-year terms as president and immediate past president. Your candidates for vice president in reverse alphabetical order this year, Dan Wogue, Kendall Reyes, Dr. David Carr, Haley Carter. All members of United Soccer Coaches are eligible to submit their single vote for the candidate of their choice from January 2nd, 2019 until January 11th, 2019, noon central. The winner will be announced at the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention. Once again, your candidates, Dan Wogue, Kendall Reyes, Dr. David Carr, Haley Carter. You'll hear from all four of them in reverse alphabetical order after this message. Looking for ways to improve your training sessions? Quick Goal has supplied the highest quality soccer goals, seating, field, and training equipment for over 30 years. From backyards to the world's greatest pitches, Quick Goal has products essential for every level of the game. As an official partner to the United Soccer Coaches and technical partner to U.S. Soccer, Quick Goal knows what equipment you need to take your game to the next level. Visit quickgoal.com to satisfy all your equipment needs. My name is Dan Wogue. I'm running for a spot on the United Soccer Coaches Board. I've been an active member of this organization for over 30 years. I believe passionately in our mission of advocacy and education. Throughout my coaching career as a high school and club coach, I've worked on behalf of our beautiful game. For example, I serve on the Advocacy Council. I'm on the Soccer Journal Editorial Board and the 30 Under 30 Selection Committee. 
I'm a proud founder of the LGBT and Allies Advocacy Group, but I'm equally proud to work hand-in-hand with the women's, Hispanic, Black, Native American, faith-based, and disabled coaches groups, and of course, the youth, high school, college, and pro groups. We truly are united soccer coaches, and I've spent my career uniting all of us. What made you decide to run for the board position? You know, over, over the years, I've gotten involved in a lot of different aspects of United Soccer Coaches. Uh, on the Advocacy Council, I've met a really diverse group of coaches, men and women with different backgrounds, all levels uh, from across the country. With the 30 Under 30 Committee, I met an incredible group of young coaches, also really diverse, who bring energy and excitement and and new ways of looking at things uh, to the organization. Every convention I've been to, I've, I've been to 30 or so, energizes me. United Soccer Coaches is an amazing group of people. Um, you know, I've, Dean, I've tried to give back as best I can. I've presented at conventions, written a lot for Soccer Journal. I've worked on the Advocacy Council, not just for my own group, but as a liaison to the women's faith-based and Native American groups. I think everything I've done as a coach, not only with United Soccer Coaches, but as a high school coach, through my interactions with high school coaches, through my contacts with club coaches and college coaches in the Development Academy, you name it, it's prepared me for where I am now. Um, as I've spent time in Kansas City with the incredible United Soccer Coaches staff, I've learned how much they do behind the scenes to make our organization really effective and strong. They've, they've supported so much of what I do, and I'm really, really grateful for that. And, and I guess as a coach, I always tell my players that they are part of something bigger than themselves. They're, they're privileged to be part of a large soccer community, and it's their responsibility to give something back to it however they can. Um, th- that's true for me, too. I always look for ways to give back to United Soccer Coaches, and serving on the board seems the next way for me to use my own skills and talents to serve all of our members. What is the biggest strength you would bring to the board? Wow. I, I've spent my career bringing people together. Um, I, you know, I guess you could say I'm a uniter. Whether it's molding a diverse group of players into a tight, cohesive, caring, and pretty tough and pretty good team, or whether it's mentoring the seven very different personalities of my varsity, JV, and freshman coaches to create an amazing staff, or whether it's working with the women's, Hispanic, black, Native American, faith-based, and disabled coaches on the Advocacy Council, you know, listening to their issues, asking about their concerns, uh, finding common ground, solving problems that in the end make our entire organization strong. Whatever I do, it's really important to me to bring people together. 
I'm, I'm a good listener. I'm able to compromise. And ultimately, whatever decisions I make are based on what I think is good for coaches, players, and the sport of soccer. Uh, one of my strengths as a uniter of people is communication. I've, I've been a freelance writer for 30 years. I've written 17 books, several of them about soccer. I, I think I know how to communicate complex ideas in simple terms. I enjoy public speaking. I'm an advocate for the game in my community, my state of Connecticut, and nationally. Uh, and I'm honored I'm able to use those skills to do what I love, which is to work to bring all types of people together around the sport of soccer. If you could do one thing immediately for the association, what would it be? Boy, that's, that's a great question, Dean. Lynn Burling, who is the executive director of United Soccer Coaches, often talks about silos. She says members of our organization identify one or two ways. They say, I'm a high school coach or I'm a female coach. But we're really more than that. If you're a high school coach, you interact with college coaches during the recruiting process. Your players play on club teams, so you have relationships with those coaches. You go to the convention, you sit in on a session with a professional coach, you ask him or her questions, and maybe make them think about what you asked. So coaches need to move beyond silos. United Soccer Coaches, I think, has done a great job, probably better than any other coaching organization anywhere, in recognizing that we have a very diverse membership. We've embraced youth, high school, college, pro coaches, uh, you know, along with both genders, every ethnicity, all sexual orientations, even faith-based and disabled coaches. But we can always do more. So, you know, to answer your question, Dean, if, if I'm elected to the board, I would like to build even more on the strong foundation we've already laid. I'd like to find ways, uh, you know, for high school and club coaches to work together on common issues. I'd like to set up more formal ways for college coaches to mentor high school coaches and for pro coaches to encourage the college game. I, there are so many ways that members of our organization can collaborate. It, it's right there on our name, United Soccer Coaches. We, we can all learn from each other. Older coaches can learn from those who are just entering the game. The, these younger, newer members of United Soccer Coaches can teach us all a lot. And th there are plenty of men coaching women. How can we work together to get more women coaching men? Uh, maybe it takes the form of creating opportunities outside the convention, all across the country throughout the year, to bring members together informally. Maybe it's a more formal process to set up groups that transcend ages and levels that we coach or any other way we identify themselves. But this would not be my project alone. We need lots of help across the board. So 
I guess if I could do one thing immediately for United Soccer Coaches, it would be to look at innovative ways of moving out of our coaching silos and out into the field, so to speak. That, that would be one more way to save all our members, serve all our members, whoever they are and, and wherever they are. What part of membership in United Soccer Coaches do you relate to the most? I, I've talked a lot about the different groups within United Soccer Coaches, um, LGBT, allies, faith-based, black, Hispanic, women's, disabled. But I think the, I, I, I think the part of the organization that I relate to the most is the totality of it. The fact that so many members offer so much to all of us, no matter who they are or who they coach. The, the organization gives everybody a new coach, new youth coach just starting out, someone who's coached high school for 20 years, a, a coaching director at a club, a, a college coach looking to move up. We all have access to an, an amazing group of peers. We, we, we all offer each other a lot, um, friendship, camaraderie, contacts, um, new ways of doing things, whether it's organizing a training session, communicating with players, adapting a formation, handling a, a difficult parent or athletic director, designing set plays, helping players overcome obstacles, whatever. We, we all have something to give, and we all can learn something. I learn something new almost every day from other coaches and the, from the organization itself. So for me, Dean, the, the best part of membership is just being part of the membership. I, it's given me access to education, given me friends, relationships. It's, it's made me a better coach, and now it's given me a chance to give back to other coaches, to the organization, and to the sport of soccer, and that's why I'm running for the executive board. Once again, my name is Dan Wogue, and I would appreciate your vote for Vice President of United Soccer Coaches. That's Dan Wogue. Up next, Kendall Reyes, followed by David Carr and Haley Carter. This is Dean Link, the host of the United Soccer Coaches Podcast, and I want to remind every one of you listening to get registered now for the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention in Chicago in early January. It is the place to be for education, for networking, the MLS draft, the NWSL draft, youth soccer, high school soccer, college soccer, pro soccer, coaches and administrators. You'll want to be in Chicago as part of the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention. Make it happen. Make it happen now. Go to unitedsoccercoaches.org, click on convention, and get signed up. My name is Kendall Reyes, and I'm running for a spot for the Vice Presidency of the United Soccer Coaches Board. I have been a member of the association for 20-plus years. I have been a student of the game, coached at the college level, played at the college level, um, coached at the youth level, Olympic development, recreation, every level of the game. I've been a parent of the game uh, when my kids played, and I'm also now a current team owner in the UPSL. I have served on the board in several capacities uh, within the association, uh, most notably, I currently chair the 
uh, Black Soccer Coaches Community Group. I've served as a vice chair in two terms with them. I have served the association as chairman of uh, regional selection committees, All-American committees, while I was a college coach. And I've also been a coaching educator with the association for over 10 years as a national instructor, teaching both national and advanced national courses. I've hosted numerous courses and taught numerous courses for the association. What made you decide to run for the board position? When I first became a member as a new young coach, I was absolutely inspired by this association in the way they welcomed new coaches to the profession. Um, There were many mentors along the way, and so I decided to run for this position because it will give me an opportunity to be a decision maker in the future of where the the association is headed. Given the uh, recent name change, we recognize that uh, United Soccer Coaches is more than just an association and their mission to rally everyone around the game based on their love and passion for the game, which is what I bring to the board, and that's the reason why I am running for this position. What is the biggest strength you would bring to the board? My biggest strength I would bring to the board is my collective experiences, uh, my ability to hear the voice and understand what all of the stakeholders in the game feel about the game and things that they would like to see happen, and to be a bridge builder, be able to connect all of these entities together so that we can strengthen the association, but more importantly, to continue to help grow the membership through new programs, new um, membership um, experiences, through new membership services, those are my strengths that I would bring to the board. If you could do one thing immediately for the association, what would it be? I would immediately address ways in which we could increase the membership. Um, there, there are a lot of people out there that still don't know a lot about the association. There's not a lot of people who have simply um, not been as actively involved. So I would make my biggest focus um, growing the membership, tapping into those people who still need to become a part of the biggest and most important association in soccer in this country. What part of membership in United Soccer Coaches do you relate to most? I relate to all parts of the association, but if I were to choose one, I would say the new member. I was so inspired when I became a new member. I had an opportunity to meet some fantastic people who were leading the organization from the coaching education department, and that's where I found my place as a new coach, and um, I've been mentored by lots of great people, and that have allowed me to accomplish a lot of things that I've done in the game. So I think the new member is the place that I relate to most. Once again, my name is Kendall Rez, and I would appreciate your vote for Vice President of the United Soccer Coaches. That's Kendall Reyes. You've heard from Dan Wogue. Up next, David Carr, 
followed by Haley Carter. Still managing your club or league on paper and spreadsheets? Go paperless with Team Snap. Their customers save up to 15 hours each week on communication, registration, scheduling, and more. Plus, they have way fewer paper cuts. Bring your club or league into the 21st century with Team Snap. Go to TeamSnap.com to find out more. My name is Dr. David Carr, and I'm a candidate for the United Soccer Coaches Board. My background is is varied. Uh, I have been a member of United Soccer Coaches since 1974. Uh, I have a doctorate in education focused on curriculum and instruction with a focus in sport pedagogy, and my goal was to be able to develop high-level coaching education programs I've developed a coaching education master's degree, all sports, all levels at Ohio University, and specifically created the online soccer coaching master's in 2013. Uh, I am a co-author of the official youth soccer coaching manual and the national youth coaching license for U.S. youth, and I am developing with colleagues the new national youth diploma for United Soccer Coaches. Uh, I have coaching experience at the youth club, interscholastic, intercollegiate, and professional levels, and I am still coaching six-year-olds and love every minute of it. Uh, I have received the Thomas Fleck Award for Excellence in Coaching from U.S. Youth and the Charlotte Moran Award for Lifetime Contributions to Youth Soccer from United Soccer Coaches. Uh, I'm also a member of the advisory board for Soccer Journal and have been a mentor for those in the 30 Under 30 program and have been involved globally as part of the U.S. State Department of Education Culture Affairs Grant to work on the development of coaching the whole child with coaches in Ghana, Senegal, and South Africa. Uh, I'm still very involved. I coach every day, teach every day, and uh, would love to be a part of... uh, the future of United Soccer Coaches. What made you decide to run for the board position? I've had a long interest in pursuing a leadership role in United Soccer Coaches and actually was encouraged by a number of my colleagues, uh, and they nominated me, and I was uh, more than willing to say yes. Uh, I have a great interest in growing and improving the game that has given me so many lifelong friendships and allowed me to have a career in soccer coaching. What is the biggest strength you would bring to the board? Probably my experience as a player, uh, as a coach, as an administrator, and as a coach educator. Uh, I've been involved in every level of the game, uh, both here and globally. And I get to live the sport every day as this is my career. If you could do one thing immediately for the association, what would it be? It's a, it's a great question. It's, it's um, one I've given a lot of thought to. Um, I would like to identify strategies to address needs of the grassroots coaches. We, we have an understanding of who they are. Uh, we need to get a better understanding of what they need and to provide developmentally appropriate coaching at minimal expense in more communities. We need to get more coaches uh, prepared to work with young players. And um, one of my goals would be to help reestablish the state coaching education facilitators. Uh, I was one of those years ago uh, in West Virginia and in New Mexico, and it, it helped us bring the game to the local coaches. What part of membership in United Soccer Coaches do you relate to most? 
I have lifelong friendships, um, but I feel I relate to all members and would work to build relationships across all member groups to enhance the understanding, especially in diversity. Uh, soccer being a global game, and it reaches a global audience with different backgrounds, cultures, and experiences that would help make all of us better if we were able to build relationships across all of these different groups. Um, my connections have been primarily with those that coach, those that I've coached with, coached against, uh, coached and worked with, and certainly all of my students and players um, that are now fully involved in their own careers. Once again, my name is David Carr, and I would appreciate your vote for Vice President of United Soccer Coaches. That was David Carr. You've also heard from Dan Wolg and Kendall Reyes. Up next, Haley Carter. Looking for ways to improve your training sessions? Quick Goal has supplied the highest quality soccer goals, seating, field, and training equipment for over 30 years. From backyards to the world's greatest pitches, Quick Goal has products essential for every level of the game. As an official partner to the United Soccer Coaches and technical partner to U.S. Soccer, Quick Goal knows what equipment you need to take your game to the next level. Visit quickgoal.com to satisfy all your equipment needs. My name is Haley Carter, and I'm running for a spot on the United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors. I'm a former Marine officer and Naval Academy graduate, and I've coached across multiple levels of the game. Uh, I most recently served as the assistant coach for the Afghanistan Women's National Team. What made you decide to run for the board position? So a sense of service and a desire to give back to the game that's given me so much really drove my decision to run. Uh, admittedly, compared to the other candidates, my experience in United Soccer Coaches is somewhat limited. Um, but I've spent the vast majority of my adult life serving in one way or another. So whether it was our country or within my community or within the game. Um, soccer's opened so many doors for me. And I've learned as a coach that our ability to truly impact players' lives uh, on and off the pitch is perhaps the most rewarding experience. But we can't do it as well if we ourselves aren't empowered and inspired. So I decided to run uh, in an effort to serve other coaches to empower them through education, advocacy, and networking, and to foster continued connections amongst the various organizations within the game. I think United Soccer Coaches is the premier association for coaches, obviously, and I decided to run in an effort to serve and to lead uh, and to do so in a manner that really empowers the entire membership to maximize their positive impact on players and communities. What is the biggest strength you would bring to the board? My biggest strength is definitely the diverse assortment of perspectives and experience that I can bring to the table. Uh, I know the game from multiple angles and across many levels, having spent time both as a coach and as a professional player in the NWSL. Uh, working for the Afghan women's national team, I actually gained experience in operations, international governments, budgeting and sponsorship development. Uh, and I was able to use sort of my logistics and business backgrounds to plan, fund, uh, and execute entire training camps and our participation in major tournaments. So I also know and understand the business side of the game. Um, I know how associations such as United Soccer Coaches can really maximize the value proposition that they offer to their membership. Um, you know, it's beyond, beyond coaching. Um, and since leaving the Marine Corps, I've held multiple corporate leadership positions, uh, and I've consulted a number of nonprofit boards on things such as process improvement, risk management, and fundraising planning and feasibility. So that said, I'm confident that my skill set and varied experiences collectively uh, offer a very unique 
and beneficial frame of reference to the board. If you could do one thing immediately for the association, what would it be? I would improve access for younger coaches to be more involved in the association. So whether it's at courses, the convention, or within the advocacy groups. You know, 30 Under 30 is an excellent example of a program that recognizes up-and-coming coaches, and it certainly gives young coaches those kinds of opportunities. Um, But I think it's important that we expand our outreach even further. You know, perhaps the high school coaches who are already in their 30s or coaches working exclusively with smaller clubs uh, in rural areas or even parent coaches. Uh, I think it's important we provide opportunities for all coaches to be involved in the association in some manner if they want to, regardless of the level they're coaching at and regardless of whether or not they're pursuing it um, as a full-time career. And that younger generation of coaches specifically, I think, is looking at the absolute legend that we currently have in various positions within the association, and they're hungry to learn and to work their way towards that. So my immediate action would absolutely be to extend our outreach uh, in a manner that encourages and really facilitates their increased participation. What part of membership in United Soccer Coaches do you relate to most? It's no secret that advancing the women's game uh, is a passion of mine, and you know that's certainly what I relate to most in the membership of United Soccer Coaches. Advancing other women coaches, increasing their participation in coaching pipelines, helping them to reach the highest levels, and keeping them in the game are you know major initiatives for me. But to caveat that, it's really important to me that all coaches have opportunities to succeed and that they all be empowered to pursue the craft as far as they can uh, and for as long as they desire to. So I want to see parent coaches succeed. I want to see high school and youth coaches succeed. I want to see coaches at all levels and in all locales find success and for United Soccer Coaches to play a fundamental role in that. I think the more inclusive we are and the more coaches we can help find success, the more players improve and the more the overall state of the game improves. And I think that's something that we can all get behind. Once again, my name is Haley Carter, and I would really appreciate your vote for Vice President of United Soccer Coaches. Your four candidates for United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors Vice President position. Once again, Dan Wolk, Kendall Reyes, David Carr, Haley Carter. To learn more on how you can vote, go to unitedsoccercoaches.org. We'll see you same time, same channel next week for United Soccer Coaches podcast presented by Team Snap. I'm Dean Linke. Happy holidays, everybody. United Soccer Coaches provides programs and services that enhance, encourage, and contribute to the development and recognition of soccer coaches, their players, and the game we love. Join today. Visit unitedsoccercoaches.org slash join.